Mistletoe. <laughs> Where's, who brought the mistletoe? Ooh. Why is Oscar holding the mistletoe over Tim's head right now? Oh. Welcome to Flipping Off, a purpose-driven podcast about flipping houses and making a difference. Oh, <laughs> all right. Well, all kinds of silliness here. Melina and Dave, uh, New Wealth Advisors Club. We are on the final podcast of the year. And what do you know? We have... Tim and Oscar here again. That's amazing. What? Gosh, we're entering into 2018, the love year it. for love. Love it. Oh. So, <laughs> today being the 27th, it's a couple days after Christmas. So, Merry Christmas. I hope you all had a great time with your friends and family. And um, mm-hmm. I know we did with our kids and grandkids and all that good stuff, right, honey? Mm-hmm. Grand, grandkids. <laughs> oh my gosh. Grandkids, I know. Grandkids are First the best. Christmas with grandkids. I know. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Not that it, not that it uh, matters that we're grandparents, but uh, anyways, I find it weird that I'm still calling myself a grandfather. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know you what you well, mean. Yeah. I know what you mean, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Oscar, mean. right? Oscar Same too. thing. Yeah, yeah, but you're older than me. Uh, not much. You, you are a grandfather, actually, like just by age only. Wow. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, you're old, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so tomorrow life. night we got a big event going on, right? It's going to be <clears> our, <throat> our I mean, we've been doing a charity um, end of the year party for Path of Life and raising um, lots of lots of money for the organization. And one of the things we do is we raise um, gift cards. Yes. Yeah, we, we decided several years ago that we, we love having the end-of-the-year celebration and a party and getting everybody together and families, but Melina and I did not feel it's uh, fiscally responsible of us to write a check for a big party with catering it and you know, all the expenses that go into that um, because we'd really rather see the money be put to good use by um, donating it and, and helping out those less fortunate that um, – are happening through Path of Life. So we came together, and several years ago, we came up with the idea that we'll have a party, but everybody gets to participate in the end-of-the-year donation. And so the way we do that is for $50 worth of Walmart gift cards. Yep. People get to come in, and they have a fully catered dinner. We're having a casino night and giving away prizes, and there will be music and drinks. And, gosh, last year we had <laughs> we had a blast. So I, much fun. Well, it was so really, much really fun. fun. So excited. You can actually check out on YouTube. You can go in there and, and go to New Wealth Advisors Club page and, and look for uh, Casino Royale last year and, and see how much fun that was. And Yeah. My favorite part is John winning the iPad <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the look on his face. Fantastic. Great. So with this, this is the end of the year, and um, we've been asked – for this podcast specifically, for some some of our club members to, you know, they ask the questions kind of like, you know, what's it take to run this business and like help me get refocused and help me or the new people that are have just joined, you know, what does it take? I want to be, you know, I want to be, um, I want to be you guys. I want to do what you do and you know help me help me with that mindset and help me with those kinds of things. And so, this is not going to be politically correct. Some of this is going to be punching you square in the face. Yes. Um, because I think that's what it takes. I, I don't believe that this is gon- going to be a conversation that can make everybody feel warm and fuzzy and feel like, oh, yeah, I'll just get up and do it because I feel good about it now. Um, this, is a, this is a grind. Being an entrepreneur is a grind. It is a 24-7 grind, and that's as simple as it gets. And so I, I've got uh, <laughs> three of our 
you know, our powerhouses here between Melina and Tim and Oscar. And, and so I think maybe we can go around and, and just start talking about like, what does it take? I mean, you, Tim, you've been doing this business how long now? Just so we can recap. Uh, since 2010. So 2010. <laughs> so like seven, just over seven years now. Seven years. And Oscar? Um, I got to qualify the question correctly or incorrectly. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's kind of like before NWAC and after NWAC. Okay. So because so. prior to you were trying to do real estate before you found before you found new advisors. Right. Right. Yeah. Not. Well, but yes. Okay, got it. So you had made <laughs> so, some mistakes. Yeah, absolutely. So with so with the club, um, I think I met you guys in 2009. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, about 2009 with you guys. And then prior to that, it was probably around 2004, 2005 that I started to not do well. <laughs> trying to break into real estate. Yes. So, I mean, you guys have obviously had a ton of growth and, you know, even so much so now, you know, you're – your, your coaches and instructors, you know, inside of our club and teaching specifically probates and different strategies there. Um, I've had a ton of success doing that. And, and so if you were going to tell somebody just joining, matter of fact, you guys talk to people who call you and say, you know, I want to do this. What's, what's that conversation look like when somebody calls you up and says, you know, I watch TV and I watch them flip houses and it looks fun and I want to do this. Like, what's your conversations like? Well, for for me, it's um, I'm looking to identify people that I want to work with. So I need to first understand their the why. Right? Why is it that you really want to do real estate? There's so many other business opportunities out there, right? What is it really that attracts you about real estate? And then what is your commitment level? Right? Because what I've learned through time is the knowledge is there. You can always pick it up anywhere you go. No big deal. But unless you're really fully committed to the process, meaning to the learning process and to the practical application side of things, you're actually taking action, you're not going to get anywhere. So I'm looking for people that are driven, that are going to be – they bring the motivation because we're never going to motivate anybody, right? And it's not something that we can do. But I want them to step into the game with a clear mindset of why they're doing it and understanding the level of commitment that's necessary to get it done. We can work with that all day long, mm-hmm. right? But if if they can't um, formulate that thought process, then I'll help them with it. I'll walk them through it and, and dive into why it is. But it's uh, it, it's key, I think, to to really – you can't come in here without a plan. Mm. Right? Okay. What were you going to say, Tim? You're going to add, add yeah, to that? Yeah, I would just add to that. I mean, I do the same thing. And um, I would add that I'm looking to find out what what are their expectations um, I am like, we've been in the business for a while. We are on Facebook and, and we see things and I see th- stuff come across, you know, um, flip your first house in 30 to 60 days. And oh my God, that infuriates um, me. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's horrible. The, the marketing that's out there for people to get involved in this business. And, and it says things like flip your house in 30 to 60 days or, um, you know, a TV show where they go in for 30 minutes and yeah. flip a house and make. 20 grand, 40 grand, whatever that looks like. And I want to make sure that the person I'm talking to really understands the, um, that they have a a fair expectation of what this actually takes, because I've been through it. I know what it takes to, to do this business. And I want to make sure that they understand what it takes. Um, and frankly, I mean, I heard it not, not long ago, but what it takes to do your deal in the next 30 days is to be working your tail off four months ago. Right. Right. Exactly. You know, so oh that's really what it takes. So, yeah. um, 
So with that, I mean, the, I guess the short, the, I don't know that I answered the question really. The question was along the lines of um, what does it take? And I think that we can really dive into that, you know, more inside this conversation. But it takes hard work and, and a, a commitment. And that commitment needs to be, it needs to be consistent. Consistent. Yeah, because that's, I mean, that's a, a large part of the conversation I, I know Melina and I have when we're sitting down with people and talking about a business plan going forward. You know, one of the things that we do in, inside our initial training is our intent is to sit down with every single person and help guide them, mm-hmm. right? Give them some sort of direction on Sunday once we're done. Like, what are you going to do? What What does that look like? Looking at their time commitments, you know, hey, I have five kids and I have two jobs and I have <laughs> this and I have that. Like, where's this fit? How's that going to work? And you can't have this pie in the sky expectation that, you know, I came here for training and then by Monday I should have a lead and then Tuesday I'll have it in the pipeline and, you know, Friday it's an escrow and, you know, that'll solve all my problems come, you know, mm. next week. And um, unfortunately that's, that's a lot of the mindset that we have to get over with people. Like, no, this is going to be, you know, you've got a learning curve to go through. You've got to set, the time you know we hand out a schedule a month in advance look every class that's on there you need to be there you know the following month you need to be there the following month you need to be there but i've already taken that class you need to be there you know we had mark weisenberger here you know a month ago and you know what do you say he missed four classes ever right yeah that guy could probably teach 90 percent of what we've gone through up there right and yet he sits in class continue again and again and again there's no there's no secret sauce to why he has success, you know. But when I hear people, you know, I'm I'm not I'm not having the success I want to have or, you know, I'm not good at this and I'm not good at that. The truth is you might not be good at that. Mm-hmm. Right? You're right. knocking on people's doors and everybody's slamming the door on you. Mm-hmm. You may not be good at talking to people. Absolutely. You may be saying the wrong things. You may be showing up not looking the part. You may be looking like you're there to sell them, you know, some household cleaner. I I don't a know. A vacuum. A vacuum. <laughs> yeah. Knives. <laughs> right. <laughs> Whatever it is. And and those are all the intangibles, right? But can you copy what other people are doing? Like, is there enough people in the club that you could <laughs> be around them that you could go, what do they do? Absolutely. And what do they do? And I want to copy that person. Yep. And to have the success. So what would you what would you say? Because that's that's a really great point, uh, you know. And I don't know that it's addressed necessarily often enough. Like maybe we aren't this real with people. Like, hey, maybe you really do suck at the door. So <laughs> what? Um, and what is the anecdote? Like, what's the solution to that? What, what would you tell somebody if they, you know, if if I don't think anybody would come up and say, you know, oh, I really suck at the door. But that is an absolute possibility when we know that they're going out, they're door knocking, and they're not getting anywhere. That should, right? That's a that's absolutely a possibility. Maybe you aren't connecting well, with people. Yeah, that's one of the things why we say we can't guarantee any sort of result ever. Right. Right. There's just no possibility that I could ever guarantee you anything other than we're going to be at the office and we're going to teach and train. But otherwise, what you do with it, I have no idea. What skill set mm-hmm. you bring to the door, I have no idea. If you believe, and we've had people come through, gosh, I'm so good in life at no matter <laughs> what I do that, you know, the statistics are X um, that I I believe. So, therefore, I should be able to beat those statistics because, you know, I walk on water and I invented sliced bread. So, therefore. <laughs> and the internet. And, <laughs> and so, therefore, I should have just a, a ton of people just fall down for me. And what happened was they actually had just the opposite. 
everybody slammed the door in their face. Nobody wanted to deal with somebody that was so arrogant and full of themselves That's and felt right. like they could they could automatically do this. Absolutely. And so that didn't work. So you know, there's a reason you have two ears and one mouth, mm-hmm. right? And in communication, you've got to be able to be a good listener. And one of the things I found with students, especially when you know, there's, a, there's this fine balance. They want to prove themselves to you, right? Like I have value. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're trying to do all the things that we're teaching them to do. They want to have value. But then when there's a time when it's like, okay, I need you to be quiet so I can do my job talking with the homeowner. And I've had, I've had students talk like right over the top of me. Mm. You know, I'm literally in the middle of a sentence talking with a homeowner and they just start talking right over the top of me. And I immediately go, oh, well, that's why you don't have homeowners calling you back. Right. Because you actually weren't listening to what they said. You were so focused on what you wanted to say. You thought they needed mm-hmm. to where there's no conversation to be had here. Yeah, because you're not even speaking the same language. You're not even on the same plane because you're not listening because you have checklists or points or agenda that you thought you need to get through because the last homeowner, you went with this student, and that's what they said, so you're trying to make it fit this one. Yeah, so I, I think the piece that you didn't actually state because it's such a given for you and me, but – The answer, the anecdote to I'm not having luck at the door is enrolling somebody else to come with you at the door and specifically ask them to um, critique you. It's a possibility. Right? Right. I mean, yeah. I mean that's a, that is such an opportunity, and I, I just wonder how many people have actually walked into like some of the coaches and said, "Hey, I'm really stuck. Um, I am I am consistently knocking on doors. I'm consistently talking to people, but I'm literally getting nowhere. Would you please come and critique my conversation at the door?" So I can tell you that some of them do. Really, and those are the ones that are actually. Having success. Right, starting to see success. Uh-huh. Because they act, they actually show up to the classroom. Uh-huh. They pay attention. Mm. They participate. They ask questions. They may even be part of the role play, right? Yeah. They're involved. They're doing things. Those are the people that have the success. So if you fail to, set up, set up, to show up, you fail to participate. Again, lack of action. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Gets I know one I know one thing. Um, you just mentioned it. They show up to class. And they actively participate in that class. I know Melina and I have been talking about, like, setting boundaries and different things that we're going to do going forward in 2018. And one thing that's not going to happen is people are not going to call us and email us and text message us asking questions that we just covered in class. You know, that (laughs) it's just... But I love that so much. Yeah. I have all the time in the world to do that. (laughs) It's just not possible. And so what we found is it's, you know, it's it's breaking us down. Like, okay, I want to be able to help. But gosh, you got to get yourself to class. It's 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 like going to class, teaching two hours, and then it's break time, and then they come up with a, a million questions. Yeah. No, ask the questions during break. Mm-hmm. Participate with other club members. Actively get involved. Take charge of your business. Right. I, I can think of a couple of people. I'm not going to call them out by name, but I get emails from them randomly asking me questions about stuff like, well, that was at class last week, yep. and I'll say, well, I said back to them. Hey, that question was answered at class. Yeah, but I couldn't make it. Okay, well, we'll catch you on the next class because you're still playing what if with me right now. Mm-hmm. Right. In other words, you don't actually have a lead, mm. right? There is no conversation here. You just want to play what if. 
And so, or maybe we put in like a, a, a system of like, you want to ask what ifs, that's fine. You just have to like, you know, you have to put some money in the kitty and then we just charge them like a retainer does. If you just, you know, <laughs> ask me what ifs, that's fine. I, I guarantee the what ifs would slow down. Uh-huh. You know, I like to respond with a what if. Yeah. What if you showed up? <laughs> what if you yeah. came back to class? Yeah, what if you showed up to class? <laughs> yeah. And so we're, we're, we're poking fun at this, and there's part, of, there's part of this, like, tongue-in-cheek. But it's true. Like, if we were to, like, post all the stuff we get, texts and, and emails and voicemails, and put all that stuff on Facebook and said, hey, guys, what do you think? You know, people would realize, like, you can't take, you know, you need to not take advantage of the time and, and the willingness people have to help when the resources are out there and the time is out there for those things to take place. So in 2018, if you're going to make a shift, you're going to have to make a shift in that mentality that simply says, you know what, to be, to be quite fair, um, the people that are sitting around this table, they don't need you. Mm. True that. You know, mm-hmm. you need them and you need other people in the club. And, and that's okay mm-hmm. to say I, I need them. But figure out how you can be a resource, what you can do to plug into what it is they're doing so you can ultimately have success. I go back once again. Last month, Mark Weisenberger. You don't ever hear Mark Weisenberger coming to the table and saying, you know, what do you owe me? <laughs> like, never. No, right? never. Always figuring out how to add value, add value, add value. You know, the clubhouse that we enjoy right now. I was thinking that, too. Actually. We enjoy that clubhouse because that man stood up, stepped up, and said, you know, I, I don't feel 100%. I can't work as fast as everybody else. But, Dave, if you're willing to let me take my time doing it, I'm happy to help, and I want to help around the club and, and, and do this. And if you've been in his office lately, there's, you know, <laughs> a thousand tools everywhere. He's just, you know, but he's made such a cool environment Absolutely. for us to be able to go over there and, and hang out. and Play and he Monopoly just, with him. Yeah, and he just gave of that. Well, if I have any real estate deal anywhere that has anything to do with where I can implement Mark in it, I'm immediately going to call Mark. Absolutely. I, I trust you. You, you're 100 percent committed, and you're doing everything that I could possibly want in a partner and bringing mm-hmm. value mm-hmm. into my life. 100 you know? percent agree. So yeah, I was thinking about that. Like as as coaches, like okay, so Dave and I, you know, there's there's a difference right between a mentor and a coach. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, but there is still there's some some expectations that we have as coaches and as mentors right so for i know for dave and i i I don't want to have we were talking about the what if questions um but like if you i think you one of you said it earlier you know the, the questions that you want to hear from students are i have a homeowner and right this is what their question was Right. Aren't you willing to like, you know, I have, I have this happening. Um, you know, what now? Right. 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 Absolutely. It's, it's yeah. Instead of what if it's, what do I do next? Yes. I've done this. Yes. This is the point that I've arrived with the homeowner. Mm-hmm. Help, now me, help me, Tim. What do I say next? Perfect. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Tim, you, um, used the analogy, um, of, of a bicycle. Can yeah. you, can you share that? Because I think I feel like like if if there's anything that I want to get across to 
um, to students. Like I literally, you know how, if you know me, you know that I think in pictures. So in my mind right now, as we're talking, I literally have this, (laughs) I have this vision of students just like running so fast and then just like jumping off the cliff. (laughs) So not that I want you to jump off a cliff, so don't hear that. But like, you know, just like this, this act of faith um, of like incredible, almost crazy, unreasonable action, like just running off the cliff. Do you you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I want to see. Like, that's what it takes. That's really, yeah. I think what, you know, the question inside of this uh, podcast is what does it take? And I think you just hit it. It takes action. Mm. And though I think that's, I was sharing with you the bicycle um, because for me, that's how we differ from everybody else out there is that um, there's a, a lot of place for you to get information. You can go to Google. There's, there's a ton of information out there and you can get it. But I think about like a, a kid on a bicycle, I can give that kid a library full of books and, and explain balance to that kid, but he'll never get balance until he gets balance. He has to stand up. He has to get on the bike. Right. Well, even just to walk and have balance, he has to actually stand up and fall fall a few times until he gets balance. And then on the bike, the same thing. And what we are, I feel, is we're going to – you know the bike is there. The bike's on Google. Mm-hmm. We're going to get you on the bike, mm-hmm. and then we're going to be that parent who's running alongside you with their hand on the back seat, like, yep. you know, pedal faster, just make it happen. And then – you're going to start seeing success and you're going to get balance. And I think that when you get real estate, like the world opens up to you when you get real estate. And that's what we do, I think, is um, put people in a position to actually, quote, get real estate. Mm. That's really good. I, I think that's exactly it. Like if there's anything that, you know, one word that, um, I, I could I could say for people like what does it take and what do you need to do? It's like you just need to run like crazy. Like you just need to run as fast as you can run and just don't look back, don't look up, don't look down, don't look side to side, just get up and move. And knowing that there is a high likelihood that you are going to trip on a rock. And <laughs> uh, it might even be a boulder. You might slam right into something and that's actually okay. Right, because then what you have is people around you that are willing to come and pick you up, and I I just feel like that has such tremendous value that even even myself I can say I I don't appreciate, you know that I even take that for for granted myself. Maybe it's because I um, you know because I don't know because I'm I'm the leader I'm the, you know. Uh, and so, therefore, I have this feeling that I, I don't really have people to pick me up. But that is a lie, and I know it's a lie, you know. And so, I look at I look around the club, and I know that nobody inside of our club that is an active club member would leave somebody on the ground laying there because they got hit. <laughs> Either they ran into a rock, they tripped, or somebody chucked a freaking boomerang at them. I mean, that <laughs> totally happens too, right? <laughs> it's like running in a Mario baseball Kart. bat. I, <laughs> <laughs> well, if you haven't played Mario Kart on Nintendo Switch, you totally should plug. But um, <laughs> well, I've yeah. never played a video game in my life, so that hasn't. This is the first grandkids. time until you have grandkids. It's not worth it otherwise. Yeah, yeah. So, I, for you, just gave me a, a really powerful visual. At least it was powerful for me, and that was like if I'm standing there. Um, 
asking what if questions and the world is coming at me, when I fall, I'm going to fall backwards. Mm. There's no there's no question about it, right? The world is coming at me and I'm going to fall backwards. Absolutely. But the more action I'm taking and the faster I'm running forward, when I do fall, the farther I'm going to fall forwards. Amen. And that's the key is to always, always, always fall forward, always fail forward. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. when you get up, you're farther along than you were when you fell. Yeah, even if somebody chucks a chucks a rock at you, chucks a boulder right. at you, you're still going to fall forward right. even when they chuck it at you. And who doesn't want to pick somebody up when they've been running? When you see somebody running as hard as they can run, I, I just had this vision, too, of there's that um, the the race and that guy that kid is running the race and he falls and his dad ends up coming. Right. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that, yeah. that yeah. video? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like that. Like, and didn't every single person in the whole freaking stands want to get up and run out there with them? Yep. Like that's how we're created. And from my perspective, the culture that we've created in the club allows for that. It's like an entire stadium of people that are so willing to pick up somebody when they fall down. Yep. But if, you know, they can't, if they don't know that you're falling, that you're falling or that you've even fallen. Mm-hmm. And if you're just standing there and, you know, life is going to continue to move on and you fall backwards, it's difficult for people to come and pick you up because ultimately we can't do it for you. That's you right. have right. to do it yourself. You have to. Yeah. It's just like students that, that, that we mentor, right? We, we give them, this is what we, our expectations. Yep. And here's what we want from you every week. Yep. On Monday, I don't check if they did it. Nope. Can't. You just can't. You know, that's the difference, right? Yeah. So there's so many people that say they want it. Mm-hmm. I want it. I want it. Okay. I, here's, here's the map. Here's what you got to do. And then they don't, they don't go do it. Exactly. And so um, it's just, I, I guess it's a, a season, if you will, that we've been doing this for so long that we now have to say, okay, we need to cut out the people that are just kind of hanging out every once in a while they make the parties and uh well i donated a can of beans and uh so can i stay a club member the answer is going to be no yep the answer is going to be no we're the club has just grown to a spot now and the culture of the club is in a spot where you know we're raising dues next year yep and um we are going to be very picky about who it is that we invite Mm -hmm. and um because we have a huge opportunity a huge opportunity and People with this shiny object syndrome going from, you know, one seminar to the next seminar and going to this hotel room. I saw the other day people posting, oh, I'm at this live event and this live event and this live event. And I was just laughing so much. And then they Not got me. Done. My heart was broken because Rocky. <sighs> well, <laughs> well, the idea that there's somehow think they think there's something new. They think there's something out there that's going to, you know, be the next the next latest and greatest thing. And the, the mm-hmm. truth is, is this is a grind. Yep. It's a grind, and you got to get up, and you got to freaking do it. And I know some of you watch people on Facebook saying different things, and they get away with saying a bunch of cuss words and so forth. And we can't do that on on iTunes here, so I'm not going to. But really, like, drop some four letter words and look at it and go. You know, it's it's time to get it's time to get going. Yep. Like life's passing you by. That's right. And if you have this opportunity and you're part of this club, then freaking a, it's time to get moving plug in stop making every third or fourth or fifth club meeting stop being the person that shows up to just the parties stop being the person that says oh i came to that class or or i came to the class and i'm leaving early 
<laughs> Another freaking thing. Or I came to the class and I hung out in the lobby. Right. You know, I came to the class and I'm just here to network with people while, you know, Melina's up teaching. Just absolutely blows my mind how people do that. But then again, I look at them and I go, huh, how many real estate deals you got in the pipeline? Mm-hmm. Pretty much the same as you had six months ago. Yeah. It, yeah. it just goes oh. back to there's nothing new under the sun. And I always liken what we do to, you know, weight loss and health. It's the same thing. Like there's a reason that weight loss and health nutrition products and that kind of stuff is like a whatever cabillion dollar, you know, industry. <laughs> when serious, well, you know, whatever, might as well be. Another Melina-ism. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 you know, it's like seriously, what does it take? The, the recipe is so simple. But, like, yet everybody spins it in a million different ways, and there's this and there's that. It's, no, you just actually burn more calories than you take in. <laughs> like, that's the math. It's really simple. But yet people will still buy and i got to write that go- down. Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> you mean, no, I, don't, you mean no. I don't have to go to the gym? <laughs> well, you do. Oh. It's, what have you got to do? To, you got you to conceive that or you got to eat less, man. Pass the cookies. I don't know. One or the other. Dang it. <laughs> The cookies again. I think she meant bypass the cookies. Oh, yeah. I, 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 oh, I said bypass. You said pass, yeah. Oh, I meant like pass, like walk on pass. Yeah, yeah. bypass. All right, whatever. So, yeah, I just pass on them. Right. No thanks. Yeah. So, or eat a cookie and run on the treadmill. Either way, it doesn't matter, but it still it has to equate to the same thing. Like the, the, the formula is simple, and this business is simple. The formula is simple. It's just not easy. That's what it comes down to, and I feel like I say that from the very first time people meet me. I'm pretty, pretty sure, pretty I sure do. you do. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure we've been saying that since day one. Yeah. Despite anything that anyone might ever say as we've recorded everything we've ever done, <laughs> the message has always been the same. Absolutely. Nothing's changed there. Nope, that's exactly so, right. Well, we are coming to uh, the end of the year, mm-hmm. so it's kind of surreal. We're going to be saying 2018. I'm so next excited. Time, I'm next, so excited Next for time we get together. And, yeah. um, wow. I mean, it's been a long time. So mm-hmm. appreciate all you guys. We'll say Happy yes. New Year happy as we're New here. Year. And um, Let love win, people. Keep on letting love win. All right. Well, with that, let's call it a wrap. And uh, we'll see you guys right after the first of the year. 